0: Anna Maria, the love story and your characters Sylvia and Nick have captured the hearts and enthusiasm of your readers, spurring you to carry on with your writing. Take us back to the beginning. When did you decide to put pen to paper? That pivotal moment was on the 31st of October 2010. Uh, it was the day that the clocks changed for winter time, and I came up with an idea then that my protagonist while she was changing the clocks something would occur to her um, and then that idea sort of blossomed got bigger and bigger and I thought you know what I better start writing this down um, not for any other reason sure just because I thought you know it might end up being a book so I carried on writing it doing it all in secret eventually I ended up with a 900 page novel and I didn't know what I should do and I actually confided in a friend of mine. I sort of said, you know what, I'm writing a book and I think it's a little bit of a silly idea. And she said to me, why, why do you say that? I said, because I've never written a book before. I don't have any literary uh, experience whatsoever. She goes, it doesn't matter, just do it. Um, and I did, and eventually um, I passed it on to my mom and she was like my first critic. Uh, when I eventually got published, that friend rang me up and said, Not such a silly idea after all, was it? So that was, um, that's how it started. You are regularly featured on Amazon's Contemporary Romance top 10 bestsellers list with your successful series of books. Did you ever think your writing would elicit such a large response? Honestly, not at all. Um, What was surreal for me was getting, once it had been published, Uh, and obviously I was on social media, people were getting in touch with me. Readers saying that the characters resonated with them, the story, um, the emotions that the characters went through. Um, And I haven't been through what my characters, it's it's not a story of me, it's my character's story. Uh, But I was so pleased to know that I'd actually nailed those emotions. Um, And what was even more amazing for me was I got in, uh, there was a 70 year old woman that got in touch with me and she said that she hadn't picked a book up since she left school when she was 16 and she started reading my book and that had sent her on this new journey of just reading full stop so she started with my books and she's like one of my number one fans she's read all my books and also read many of the books I recommended for her to read so it's not just people resonating with me but you know they've other readers have opened up new areas also authors new authors have been inspired by my story which is huge uh, because I never expected to be published Um, I have no experience uh, in any literary background whatsoever and they felt that if well if Anna can do it so can I, so that that's great for me. In the first series, Waiting for Summer, Sylvie is a 43, 44 year old married woman of a successful husband, uh, and she's starting off of fledgling her own career. Uh, and her children have grown up, and um, I don't want to give too much away, but um, she finds out he has an affair, and then things snowball for her, um, and, I wanted like a love triangle, but not the normal love triangle. And who she should have been attracted to is the father of the character. Whereas she ended up being attracted to the young, his son. Uh, yeah, so it was all a bit, mmm when I sort of mentioned it to people before they read it, they were like, oh, that sounds a bit creepy. But actually, when they've read it, they go, absolutely understand why that worked to be fair all my books i try and touch on something that shouldn't really be right but it actually ends up being the right decision for all the characters take us through your writing process what is that like in my life i'm actually very organized sort of almost regimental you know everything has to be just so and i actually thought when i started writing that that was how i would be but i'm not at all um I finish the book in my head totally, so I know where it starts, where it finishes, and roughly how it's going to get there. Um, And then I write notes or while i'm driving something might come to me and because i was very green at this i used to write on the back of receipts and the back of business cards because i knew i'd forget i'm a little bit slightly more organized now and i have a, a book in my bag and i scribble on that or i talk into my phone or something just to sort of keep things together and then i write the first chapter and i normally write the last chapter and then I write scenes that happen in between, not in any chronological order, just as they come. And then I link them all together. And that often means that uh, I get subplots. Uh, I know it sounds a bit strange, but my, my characters sort of develop. And then I think, oh, you know what? That might work for this character. And I take them down a slightly different road and I end up linking it all up. But I always write my series completely before I publish because I might want to go back and tweak something that I, you know, changed in the future of that character. In my second series, La Casa d'Italia, it was predominantly romance and then I thought I wanted a slight thriller element in there. So I had to go back and like rehash it a little bit. Um, And I think it added like another layer to the story. Um, And I wanted it to be different To the first series yes it's a romance but it's a bit more edgier a bit more raunchier Uh, (laughs) and it's a huge family drama I love family drama and it's multi generational so we have the older generation the middle the younger Um, so it's a bit more gritty that one I'm passionate. What has been the most defining moment in your career so far? I was very lucky that the Daily Mail decided to do a feature on me um, about a housewife in Cyprus, writing a novel, a saucy novel, and being published. Um, and I was quite green, so I didn't know how things worked, um, and my brother rang me up while I was taking my son. It was a Friday night, I was taking him to a night class, and he rang me up and he said, Uh, your sales are going sky high and I was like well how do you know and he said because on Amazon they have a movers and shakers section and you're number two so I was like what so we parked up and I googled it you know got onto my phone to check it and there it was I was number two waiting for someone number two and then my brother said to me just check who you're above and it happened to be when Nelson Mandela had just died. It was literally the same day. And his book, The Walk to Freedom, was ranked at number seven. So I, I was outselling Nelson Mandela's book. I was just like, what? That's, that's insane. That's surreal. So that for me was one of the pinch yourself wow moments. Um, And then being asked, I was asked by Woman's Own. Woman's Own is a magazine that my mum had on a coffee table. My grandma had it on her coffee table and they asked me to go to London. I had a photo shoot, they did a whole thing on me. That was another thing that was completely surreal. I kept looking at myself like little old me here on a photo shoot. What is next on the cards for Anna Maria Fanasiu? I took a year out from writing when I published my last book, so I'm now writing my eighth novel. So hopefully that will be out for summer next year. I still enjoy the genre that I write. I like romance. I like the fantasy of it. Um, I like the escapism of it. My books hopefully are entertaining, uh, make people forget their problems, and I hope they inspire people to be a better person because that, all my characters grow into better people. Um, and that's what we can only, all of us hope individually to do.